What's going on, everybody? Hope you're doing well. I'm back with another NBA playoff predictions. Looking forward to the upcoming playoffs coming around. And today I'm going to continue going over the West. I did the bottom half, my last one, a couple days ago. Now, that, that video is already out of date because the standings are constantly changing, but I'm going to do my best with what I have so far. So to just recap the last one, I said the Lakers were going to be out and they weren't going to make it. And lo and behold, here they are in the 11th spot. They still have a chance to make it. There's still games left. But each game that goes by, they embarrass themselves. And it just it proves my point that they're not a good team. So the Spurs actually snuck into that 10th spot for the play-in game. Hopefully that holds out. Not that I'm a Spurs fan, but man, do I love it when the Lakers lose. Absolutely love it. And you throw LeBron in there struggling. Oh man, I love it. Well, not struggling on the court. He's, he's being a beast like always, but... The fact that he put this team together and it's sucking, man, I love it. Can't, couldn't be any happier. As far as the other teams, it's pretty much like I predicted. Spurs at 10, New Orleans at 9, Clippers at 8, and Minnesota at 7. That's almost where I had all of them, where I had Minnesota and the Clippers actually making the playoffs. And I have the Pelicans slight, maybe, especially if Zion came back, but he's not going to. We all knew that, obviously. I was holding out hope. I know. I guess asking him to play a season without being injured every other game, it's just too much to ask for him. Anyways, with that recap out of the way, let's go over the top half of the Western Conference. And I'm lumping the top six teams in this because these top six teams are you know, definitely the top tier. Um, you, you can say that about a lot of the uh, West teams. Most of them are top tier if you combine them with the East. Uh, maybe not this year, but in past years, definitely. But... Let's go ahead and get into it. First off, at number 5 and 6, we have Utah and the Nuggets, both with a combined record of 46 and 32, not combined with the same record. But I don't see this standing really changing much. I think the Utah is a better team. They're better than Denver. I'm assuming they have the tiebreaker over to them. Also, them being two games back behind the Mavericks at the time of this recording, I don't see them catching them or Golden State. So I, I think they're going to stay right where they are. 5 and 6 are set. Jazz and Nuggets, both of them are good for that position. You think both these teams could be number one, and they really could, but the Suns are just unbelievable. Grizzlies have been remarkable all year long. They're kind of a Cinderella story. So let's move on. So next up, we have the Warriors and the Mavericks sitting at 3-4. and four. Warriors being at 49-29, and 29, and the Mavericks at 48-30. and 30. Only a game separates the two of them. They both have four games remaining at the time of this. And I, I would have to say the Mavericks have a, a harder schedule, only slightly. They play the Bucks, the Pistons, and the Trailblazers, and then the Spurs. I mean, the Bucks are obviously a good team, and the Spurs are a pretty decent team, but the Pistons and Trailblazers, they're terrible. So they get two breaks in between, but will they be playing everybody, or will they be resting? That's going to be the factors for them being able to overtake Golden State. Now, Golden State, they have a pretty... Uh, Pretty cupcake schedule the rest of the way, too. Kings, Lakers, Spurs, Pelicans. Spurs and Pelicans are decent teams. The Kings are all right. Lakers are horrible, as we all know. So I'm going to say that the Golden State Warriors will outlast. I mean, they will hold off the Mavericks just barely. Hopefully, Steph can come back and this team will be ready for the playoffs. That's, That's the big thing surrounding this team is when is Steph coming back? I'm hearing 10 to 11 days and maybe they'll reevaluate him. If it's really going to be that long and he's going to miss the remainder of the season and some of the playoffs, they, they might slip out because they're just 
they're a good team without him, but they're not a great team. And the fact that they haven't played a lot without him and with Clay in. Remember, he's just, you know, he's still coming back, still coming back after that massive surgery and all that time off. But if the Warriors do fall to number four, you might have a potential Suns and Warriors in the second round, which would be very entertaining, especially if Steph is back. I would love to see that. But honestly, I think they're going to stay at three and four. Warriors will get three, Mavericks at four. Which the Mavericks and Suns would be a fun matchup too as well. But anyway, let's move on to the number one and two seat. Obviously, this is a no-brainer. The Suns and Grizzlies, both these teams have been phenomenal all year long. The Suns are next-level good. They're they're hungry for that championship. They should have gotten last year, but they let go. They got cocky, and they let their foot off the gas, and Milwaukee came back and just pounded them for four games in a row. I'm not trying to take anything away from Milwaukee. They're a phenomenal team. They absolutely deserved to win last year, but I thought the Suns were better than them, and would have beaten them if they just would have got out of their own heads. But regardless of that, they came out this year with a chip on their shoulders and a mission, and they've accomplished it so far in the regular season. Now, that doesn't always mean that they're going to you know, be there in the finals. They still have to work for it, and they still have to win the actual uh, championship, but they put themselves in a great position. Hopefully, they don't take their foot off the pedal, and they can cruise and get what is rightfully theirs in their minds. Now for the Mavericks, excuse me, the Grizzlies, I mean, with John Morant. Now this this team, uh, it surprised a lot of people. I mean, they were a good team. Everyone thought they were going to be, you know, in the playoffs. No one thought they'd be the number two seed and be at 55 and 23 still with three or four games left. But here they are. I'm kind of getting a vibe of like the Atlanta Hawks of last year and the New York Knicks where they were good and no one's seen them coming and they're going to get exposed in the playoffs. I could be horribly wrong on that, and I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if I was wrong on that. But this is still a very, very young team, and there's a lot of inexperience on here. Now, they've, they've got some veterans on there, like Steven Adams, but they're still a very young team overall, and I'm not sure if they're going to be able to get it done, especially with John Morant being out. Hopefully, he can come back and be healthy for the playoffs. I'm sure that's the case, but again, like with the Warriors or Steph Curry, if he's out, that's going to change the whole dynamic of the team. And they get a break by playing a cupcake for the eighth seed or whoever wins the playing game that they'll face, and they'll get some experience there. But the real test will be will be coming in the second round. I don't know who they'll play, whether it be Golden State, you know, Utah, the Nuggets, but that's when they'll be tested. And I just don't know if they'll be able to make it past them. But that'll be a discussion for once the seeding is actually set and we have a clear-cut vision of what are the road to the finals for each team is and who they're going to match up with. Also, who's going to be playing through these injuries or who's going to be available to return? Curry, Morant, and anyone else on any of these teams, who's going to be available and ready to go? That plays a huge factor, especially in the playoffs. But anyway, that's just my predictions of how it's going to set out at least for the seedings for the playoffs. I'll definitely let you know how it all turns out and give you my thoughts on the matchups. I'm looking forward to that. Should have about a week or two until the actual matchups are set. There's only like four games, five games for each team. Some of them might have six. But next video, I'm definitely going to be jumping into the uh, the Eastern Conference. Really looking forward to that. You know, I, I'm uh, 
Florida guy, so I get to catch those games before I go to sleep. I, I don't really get to watch a lot of the West games. They just come on way too late. It's just not feasible to stay up to 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning and then go to work watching basketball. It's never going to happen. Don't do it with football or any other sport. But I, I do get to watch a lot of East games, so I'm looking forward to break that down and uh, go from there. Also, we got the NHL playoffs coming up and the MLB opening season next week as well. Looking forward to that. I'll be touching on those a little bit here and there. Other than that, y'all take it easy, and I'll talk at you next time.